start a podcast, find your voice, get it out there, change the world. Welcome to Starve the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Today, I'm very excited to have my good friend and hopefully your new good friend, Austin Netsley. Austin, you are from epic-launch.com. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Jared, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. So today we're hanging out in San Diego. What are you doing out here? Living. This is where I live. It's my home. It's my backyard. We are at a conference right now and both hosting a booth and getting the name out there and talking with people about their book and about how they can use it to grow their business. Okay. So you've had, I would say, success with books. So let's go back. What first got you into writing a book? And then what was it that you learned in that process that's now helped you with what you're doing? Well, it first started with a blog and a podcast, exactly like we're doing now. And actually, you were a part of my podcast journey. Yes, I'm grateful for that, by the way. Yeah, which led to a book. I realized that a book was kind of the next thing that would help me raise my level of credibility to the world. There was a lot of common messages from the podcast. So I actually turned the podcast into a book launched it, had some good success with it. And that led to the new company now, which is Epic Launch. Man, that's fantastic. I do want to get back to that. You came to Chicago. So you're a podcast member. What'd you think of it? Amazing. Amazing. First of all, I love Chicago. So I was going to be there regardless, (laughs) but I've been to podcast movement every single year and am just a fan of the podcast industry. It's exploding. The people in the podcast world, you will not find better people. Obviously, they're on a mic. So most of them have great, fun personalities. And it's an awesome event. And it's growing. And I'm proud of you for what you put together. Oh, man. Well, and so, and thank you, by the way. But podcasting, I mean, obviously, you've seen some benefit from doing that. What are some things that have really helped you from podcasting that translate to other things of what you're doing? Number one is networking. There is no better networking tool than a podcast. It's the most powerful thing. And it's still growing so rapidly that there's a ripe market to get your voice out there in a big way. I was in the corporate world as an engineer for five and a half years, and I loved the work, and I was working for a big oil company and getting paid very well, and I started a podcast. And in my first 60 days, I got six emails from people telling me that I was changing their life. Wow. And like pride in the corporate world, you don't have people tell you you're changing their life, and you don't have that sense of fulfillment. You don't get to work on the things that you're passionate about, and you don't get to impact people around the world. With podcasts, you do. So that was the second thing. The third thing is it gave me the confidence and ability to communicate. And I'm an introvert engineer, love the numbers. Talking to people was a big step, but podcasting gave me the confidence that now we're speaking on stages and we're doing a lot more things. So podcasting is the number one thing that a lot of people should do starting out. So you're doing the blog, you're doing the podcasting, and then you decided, hey, I'm going to do a book. Was that just a logical progression? What caused you to write the book? I was looking at some people I admired and really realized that every single one of them had a book at some point in time, whether it was after they quote unquote were successful or it was as a tool to help them become successful. And I needed, I was traveling around the world. So at first I wasn't taking the online business very seriously. And then I got done traveling and I was like, all right, I'm going to hit this hard. And I hit it hard and I still wasn't growing a business. I had $2,200 in sales in nine months and about four or five months of that was like dedicated hard work. So that was not a lot of money to me compared to what I was expecting to make and planning to make. So I was like, there's got to be a better way. I learned that the book was the potentially the tool that I needed to really accelerate my credibility to the world, get a lot more leads and exposure and just be on a whole new level of playing field. I followed the book launch up with a program sales and had over $100,000 in the following 30 days after my book launch. So So I went from struggling hard book launch, getting featured on a bunch of major media outlets to growing a, you know, 
on an annual rate, a million dollar business straight, straight from that. You make it sound so easy, but I know it wasn't that easy. It was a lot of hard work, but I'm curious how you knew what to do. Like, okay, number one, you got to learn how to write the book and then you got to figure out the marketing strategy. So what was that process like for you as you were trying to figure out what to do? And it, cause it seemed like it was flawless. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you had uh, well, a well, learning curve there. The reason why it was flawless is because we did, uh, and it was, we, it was me, my assistant and my buddy, like right. it wasn't a big team. We did a hundred different things and we don't know which 10 things worked, but ultimately we kind of went viral quote unquote online and within our niche and Amazon started promoting us and it just like exploded things. So that's what we do now is compress so much energy and effort into a short window such that we like go viral and take advantage of algorithms and all this stuff. So anyhow, that's too technical. How I learned all the different things to do was actually started through podcasting. So I talked to a lot of authors and then I got them back on the phone and said, Hey, I'm coming out with my own book. What works well for you? What didn't work? What should I do? Relationship with them. Got the relationship. Then I started talking to some other New York Times bestsellers and different things. And I was self-publishing, but at the same time, I talked to probably 25 to 30 authors that I deemed very, very successful at what they did. Most of them had a business. And the first thing that they told me was that don't look for royalties, look to use your book as a tool. And that just like changed my perspective. And then there was a quote about Robert Kiyosaki. who said, it's called bestseller and not best writer. And everybody spends 99% of their effort on writing the book and getting out there. And they're like, oh, like, what do I do next? And like thinking the book is going to sell itself. So anyhow, I took a completely different perspective, put all my effort into the marketing side. Of course, I put together hopefully a decent book that has helped you know a lot of people around the world. But nonetheless, most of the effort has to be on the marketing side. How does the book work into a program? How, what was the mindset setting that up? At first, when I built it out, I didn't have the program directly aligned with it. I just had so much momentum that I knew I had to capitalize on it in some way, shape or form. So I started getting people on the phone. But now what we recommend doing is launching a book, building your email list, getting a lot of exposure. And then a couple of weeks later, following that up with a, a typical online marketing funnel, doing a webinar, potentially selling people into a course. If somebody buys that, then potentially have some upsells and whatnot. So really it was a matter of just getting the book out there because I knew it was going to change my opportunities. And then I got a lot of people on the phone, learned what their problems were, had a solution in mind, put together that coaching program and offered it. And it was crazy before the book came out and I offered it. I had four sales of this program. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around that actually. How did it shift so greatly? That's incredible. It helped because... The main thing was, which is what I was getting ready to say, is like just my, the way that the world viewed me, nothing changed about Austin at all. Right. But the way that the world viewed me, I just had so much more credibility. When I sent out requests for call to actions, boom, everybody wanted to talk. I was a quote unquote celebrity overnight, wow. which was just crazy. And it's just a book. It's a self-published book. It's not my life's work. It's not something that like I'm extremely proud about the book. Of course, it's like great messages and whatnot, but nothing really changed. It's just the perception changed. And that's when we learned it's all about positioning. It's about marketing. It's about all these other things. And that's what we really did. But the thing that worked well was getting people on the phone, understanding their pains and providing a solution specific to them and just having a lot more like care about the process instead of like at first it was a typical online marketing funnel, going to a webinar and it just didn't work. It just frankly didn't work. But getting people on the phone was a much different strategy. So anyhow, I was selling before the book, selling it for $497 or something like that on the webinar and had four sales. I ended up selling something similar, but obviously much more intense for $10,000, the same exact thing for $10,000. So it went from 
not only was I getting a lot more people, I was selling it for a lot higher price eventually. Yeah, like as lot, I built my confidence, jump. it's an yeah. insane jump. And for somebody to pull out their credit card and give you $10,000 is pretty wild. But that's the power of a book. If the world views you as an authority at what you do in your niche, there's always people out there that will be able to you know, buy what you're offering. Man. Man. Well, congrats on that. So some people are probably wondering, wait a minute, what's the book? What was the name of the book? Yeah, the book's called Make Money, Live Wealthy. So it's a personal development book around the topics of money and the mindset. So Mr. Jared Easley actually is featured in the book. He has a couple of great yeah, quotes. I don't know that I deserve that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been a great inspiration to me, especially from the podcast realm, just in, in the way that you network and get out there and your name's all over the place. So. Well, I'm grateful, Austin. Okay, so you went from that success and now saying, hey, I think I can help other people do this. What was the aha moment for that? And then let's talk about, you know, how that's now translated into what you're doing. So as we all know, there's so many authors out there. There's so yeah. many people that have a book in them. And it wasn't my idea. It was the same questions over and over again. How'd you launch the book? I had an email list of 440 people before I launched the book, okay. which is small in, yeah. in the world that we play in, which is essentially nothing. Like if you're trying to make a big splash and we had some big success. So I started getting all kinds of, how'd you monetize it? How'd you do this? We learned after the 200th question that there was a big, big, big need because everybody was talking about self-publishing and making an extra $220 a month and whatnot. And that's just not the world I come from. I was, how do I make an extra, you know, $100,000 or an extra million dollars or whatever from the book and just thinking on on a bigger scale. So nobody was talking about how to monetize the book in today's world, which is not through royalties. And we just started getting people asking questions. And, and by the time I got the 200th question, like I said, I was like, all right, there's an opportunity here. We put together a program. I did another launch with my buddy at the time, launched his book and helped him make over $23,000 in royalties in the first month, which wow. for a self-published book is a lot. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And that was kind of validation for what we were doing. And then from there, we opened doors and it was just like crazy. Was that 23000 from the book or was that with affiliate, you know, the programs associated to the book? Just or? through the book. No the kidding. program sales on the back end of that were another six figures. Wow. So we've already helped him make an extra million plus dollars in his business through, he's made over $300,000 in royalties from one book and an extra million dollars in program sales on the back end. Yeah, on that's the back transformational. Back. Okay. Huh. <laughs> wow. So we tell everybody that royalties are just icing on the cake. Like, yes, he's made you know, $300,000 plus in royalties from the book, but he's made, you know, a big multiple of that in other program sales and whatnot. So if you have speaking, if you have consulting, if you have online program, if you have some other way to monetize, it's just much better than selling a $10 ebook or a $2 ebook or whatever it is. Well, that definitely lives up to your website name, the Epic Dash Launch. <laughs> I mean, that I can't imagine any author that I know that wouldn't be happy with that result. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the exception and not the rule. So what we really, really help people do is look at the big picture. How are you going to use this book to ultimately create the life that you really want? How are you going to use this book to really grow your business? It's a long-term play, but it's the sprint, which is the launch, is also fun. So we're not only launching the book, we're helping them leverage that. So it's a matter of creating a success story, building your authority, becoming the go-to in your niche, and then ultimately leveraging that to what you really want. Wow. Well, Austin, I got to say, I'm pretty impressed. So what's in the future? What's coming up? We're just scaling, 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 helping so many authors. We've got services, but we've also got digital products that we're coming out with now. So we're so stoked about that to teach people how to monetize their book. And there's a lot of podcasters as well that that need to turn their podcast into a book and do something similar to what I did. I'm curious about that. I mean, I've seen a few people do that and have moderate success. What's maybe a tip on that that you think could be a good starting point? So one reason why I wanted to come out with the book and actually why I started the podcast was I just wanted to put myself 
in association with those people that I had admired. That's what a podcast does. That's the same thing that the book did. I actually used the lessons from every single interview. It wasn't my story. It wasn't me being a 20, whatever I was, 25 or six year old writing this, telling people what they should do with their life. It was all these other great people that you really should listen to what to do with your life, right? But by featuring those people in the book, you ultimately have this not only clout, but you also have other people that will potentially be able to share your book if they believe in your message that just gets it out there in such a big way. So a podcast is like probably the best way that people should go about writing a book potentially. Yeah. Yeah. When I found out I was in your book, I was like, of course I want to share this book. It's got me in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And there were 74 other people like you, right? And that (laughs) that was part of the viral storm. I love it. But now we've looked at like out of the... We have a 561 step process that we work any launch through, and I don't want to overwhelm people by yeah, that. Certainly, but there are a lot of things that we do. It's really a matter of online marketing. It's a matter of focusing on the things that really matter. Getting on national television and doing a New York Times or a New York media tour doesn't move as many books as like running a Facebook campaign or doing a niche podcast interview does, which blows people's mind. But at the end of the day, we're engineers, most of us on our team. We study the numbers. We try to really hack the system and get the book out there strategically. Wow. Austin, I got to say, I'm pretty impressed. Like Some of this I knew, some of it I didn't. So congrats on that. I start to wrap up here. What's the best place for people to check out what's up? People can go to epic-launch.com. That's E-P-I-C-launch.com. See the site. You can see what we're about. Ultimately, there's multiple different ways to get in touch with us. Tell us about your book. But we're looking to help people once their book's done. It's called Bestseller, Not Best Writer. So you do the writing. We'll help you do the selling and help you monetize that in a big way. Man, yeah, definitely people need to check out what's going on there and connect with Austin. And of course, we always end the show with final thoughts. So do you have any final thoughts? Final thoughts are definitely around podcasts. Like podcast was like my uh, starting ground and it's something that I don't do now, but we'll actually do it with our new business to get the message out there. But just from the different things that I talked about from a networking perspective, a confidence, a communication, a tool, a way to reach a, a mass audience, start a podcast, find your voice, get it out there, change the world. Man, well said, Austin. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. 